Everybody, and welcome to the series, Mind Hacks to Actually Reach Your Goals. This series was designed to be about eight to ten minutes a day over the period of a period of time, a few weeks, to literally go through what are the practical steps that we need to take to take our lives from where we are to where we got to be. Thanks for joining us, and uh, let's get started. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Episode 15, this is part two of How to Break Bad Habits, right? You got to attack the bad habits, and we spoke last time about queuing. And trying to manipulate the cue. The greatest way to manipulate the cue is either make it more difficult, pre-cue by creating a habit, pre-habit, and or deferring the cue. Maybe that's the most powerful one to defer the cue. I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it at a time that I can think. This happened to me personally, where I would find myself whenever I'm in a negotiation, getting a little bit um, emotional about it, angry. And so I would say things that... You know, we're not, you know, it wasn't anything terrible, but I was off my game. I wasn't calm and rational. And so I, over time, began to identify this 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 feeling inside me. I think poker plays called tilt, where you start to get emotional. And over time, I realized that every time I got that feeling, I said something that was like passive aggressive and it wasn't helpful. And so I started to identify it and go, okay, that's the cue. That's the trigger. That's the moment. Okay, just pause and write something down. And that change of cue prevented me from continuing to say these things. Okay, now you got the routine. How do you deal with the routine? So there's a couple ways dealing with the routine. Number one, try to make it unattractive. Well, yeah, try to make it unattractive, meaning whatever you're doing in your behavior, if you can find a way to make it less enjoyable, you know, if you like biting your nails and you put Vaseline on them beforehand, the Vaseline may not help your nails, but it's going to make it unattractive. If you typically scroll on your phone or you go on the, on, on, you're watching too many hours or whatever it is and somebody else knows that you're doing that or someone else has access or someone else sees your YouTube videos, it's less attractive. You, you, someone else is there, right? You're, you're making the, the behavior less enjoyable. It's not private. It's, it's, it's less of an enjoyable behavior, right? Try – the way to, to, to change your routines is make the routine – more difficult, less attractive, do things in order to block the routine. Now, if you can't do that, find a way to adjust the routine in a way that feels like the routine, but is not giving you the same negative impact. For example, coffee. I drink a whole bunch of coffee. It wasn't healthy. What was I going to do? I can't not drink coffee. I, I'm triggered a hundred ways till Sunday. Every bit of my environment triggers me to coffee. So I can fight every part of my environment or I can just switch to decaf. So I got the taste. I was able to switch to decaf. Smokers do this all the time. How do smokers stop smoking? A lot of them, how do they stop smoking? They they start chewing nicotine gum. They just change the routine. They still got the trigger, but as opposed to putting in the cigarette, they just change that middle part and they substitute the behavior for a less impactful behavior, right? Think about your routines and ask yourself, okay, well, if I'm going to get cued and triggered, I'm going to walk into this, this this routine. Can I make it less attractive? Can I make it less enjoyable? Right? Can I can I do something to 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 manipulate the thing itself so that it doesn't taste as good, so it doesn't feel as good? Sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you can make the routine itself less attractive to yourself, and so as a result, or more difficult to do, you put it later on the day, you do, you want to do it, I'll do it, 1130 at night, 
you know, used to do this, whatever, used to watch your thing or or do whatever you were doing that you weren't happy with. And in the, in the afternoon, in the morning, well, if I put it all the way 11 o'clock at night, half time I'm falling asleep, right? So what you're doing is you're keeping these routines, the negative ones, you're just putting them in places that are just harder to get. Remember, this is the opposite of building good behaviors. You're just, you're not stopping it. You're just trying to make it harder. And what you're doing is in that pathway, it just gets harder and harder and harder. And if you can't, can you substitute the routine for a less impactful routine? Can I do something at the same time? I get triggered to eat. Can I eat something else? I get triggered to smoke. Can I have nicotine some other ways? I get triggered for my coffee. Right? I get triggered to to um, do that thing. I, I get triggered to 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 watch in, on the internet, YouTube. Can I change it to educational videos? Right, I get triggered to do things, to say things. Can I can I do something that fe- that will give me the same relief, but that will won't be as impactful? Change. So, you, so last episode was about changing the cue. If that doesn't work, change your routine. If that doesn't work, work on on the impact, the reward. In this case, it's not a reward, right? You feel bad. Happens all the time, doesn't it? You eat this thing, you do this thing, you say this thing, and then when you're done, you're like, ah, oh, what did I do that for? I feel disgusting. I feel terrible. I feel guilty. Right? I'm sorry. Right? You ever feel that way where you do something and you indulge in something or you do the wrong thing and then you feel gross? Well, guess what happens usually is our brains go, no, nah, that wasn't so bad. Or it's their fault. Big problem, by the way. It's their fault. Right? You, when, this is a huge issue. Whenever you do something wrong to somebody else, if you don't see, if you don't apologize early on, it becomes their fault. Just how your brain protects you. So what do you do about it? Well, if you know that you feel bad about something, don't allow your brain to be like, no, it's okay, right? Wallow in that guilt for a couple more minutes and then make that feeling real. It'll create strong neural connections in the wallow just for a minute, not too long, but just for a minute. And then the next time the trigger comes, feel the guilt then, right? Let me give you an example. Make it easy. I'll give you two examples, right? Example one is you, you stuff your face and, and you feel disgusting, okay? Everyone's like, oh, you sleep it off. No, don't sleep it off. Take a minute and go, I feel disgusting. This feels disgusting. How did I eat this food? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, am I an animal? Am I grazing in the fields? I have to eat like this? This is disgusting. Feel it for a minute, not forever, for a minute. And then think to yourself, I'm going to be back at this environment. I'm going to be at this restaurant. I'm going to be at this wedding. I'm going to be at this place and I'm going to see the food again. Remember how you feel now. And like give your mind some, like envision the trigger. Envision you being at that trigger point. And then when you get to the trigger point, before you eat, allow yourself to eat. But before you eat, go back to how you felt. So when you feel post the, the, the mess up, so to speak, if you take the time to not only not skip through it, but feel it and then envision the trigger moment and feeling gross, then when you're at the trigger moment, your brain will go, hey, I thought hey, we, were, we were here before, weren't we? Weren't we here before? Oh, yeah. And your imagination. Remember you had that thought about feeling bad and remember that? Yeah. And you bring that bad feeling up. What will happen is over time. The trigger moments will have already the – it's like an anti-craving. It's like the opposite, right? Not only anticipating the reward, you're anticipating the, the, the disgust. You're anticipating the negative feelings, and you look at that thing and go, is it even worth it, right? You said that wrong thing, and you, and you hurt somebody. 
And you see the look of the eyes of that kid. And you go, what did I yell at them for? It's ridiculous. Why did I do that for? I'm, I'm breaking my kids. For what? It was for nothing. They didn't mean to spill. Like, they're, they're, they're kids. Oh, I feel like a terrible parent. Wallow for a minute. Don't, don't blame the kid. Wallow. And tell yourself, the next time I walk into the kid's room and it's a wreck, remember how I feel now by not being sensitive to, the, to my own child. Then you get there again. And there you are. And you go, oh, I remembered how I felt last time. That happens three, four, five, six, seven times. You're going to walk into that room. It's going to be a mess. But you'll be in control because your brain will go, whoa, 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 whoa. Your brain will immediately connect you to that feeling of, of regret. Right? So just think through really the opposites of what we've been talking about. But remember, if you really want to do something really effective, you're, you're doing both, so to speak, at the same time. You're adding marginal gains in positive and you're and you're subtracting or you're lessening you're pruning you know marginal losses in the negative right you're getting you're you're reducing your 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 costs you're you're fixing it's like it's like a business right you're you're growing your revenue line and you're doing and and you're reducing your costs and together you're getting to a place where when your brain gets to key moments not only does it have good choices now but it also has more ability to reduce the need for bad choices Okay, see you next time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the series. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped. I hope it really made a difference in your life. And for those that uh, tagged us on social media and shared it, for those that left a podcast review, for those that shared it with your friends um, or shared it on your status, we appreciate it. It means a lot to us that you felt comfortable enough to share this with others of people that you care about. If you missed a day, make sure to check out the show notes for the link to the entire series. You can join us um, on the Unlocking Greatness Insider Community by going to charlieharari.com backslash insiders. And we look forward to hearing your feedback um, on Instagram and on Twitter and YouTube and WhatsApp and everything else. But really, really appreciate your time and attention and look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again.